0: Hello and welcome back to Conscious Nation, the podcast. I'm your host, Naomi. Today, I want to discuss with you resisting change. I want to discuss it because it is something... <clears throat> living in New England, having the season's turnover right now, really has it on my mind. Um, I mean, it's bittersweet the trees are all turning and there is nothing more beautiful than fall in New England. I truly believe that. I have lived elsewhere. Um, I've lived in multiple other places and I have to say we've got you beat. But it is bittersweet because it does mean winter's right around the corner and before I even blink it'll be here. And that means having to wake up even earlier to shovel the driveway and be able to get my car out of my garage and just the cold, the cold. If it could be the other way around, if winter could be three months long and spring, summer and fall could be, you know, the other nine months, that would be great but, and I could totally, that would be so ideal, really. And I mean, realistically, I could just move somewhere else warmer where winter isn't, doesn't mean seven feet of snow, but it does make you really enjoy the nice weather. And fall is perfect because it's warm enough that you're comfortable, but not too hot. The wind, it's cool enough that you know, it's comfortable. There's the bugs, there's not all the mosquitoes and the black flies and all of that isn't really a factor at this point in the year. And a meet- fall is my favorite season by far. But then you have the anticipation of winter. Regardless, I have had change on my mind a lot recently, not just with the seasons, but just in life. I've really been reflecting on how much we really resist change because it is fear of the unknown and uncertainty. Um, I personally really struggled with it, whether it's like moving into a new apartment or a new house or, you know, changing careers or it's just a lot of pressure and anxiety. And I think once you settle into the change, it's, wow, that was no big deal. I mean, I think about all of the changes I've gone through in my 27 years of life and, you know, some good, some bad. And it's like, I, who would go back and have it any different? You know, now that you are where you are, whether it's where you eventually want to be or not, would you go back and not have made or gone through those changes? I wouldn't. And so it does give me... I guess a little bit less anxiety through the changes for the future. Because I think unless you are right now exactly where you want to be in life, you need to be prepared for a lot more changes. Because they're going to, it's inevitable. They're going to have to happen unless you want to be exactly where you are right now. You know, whether it's financially or even just emotionally, mentally, if you're in a really good place and you've worked to, you know, really become someone you have wanted to be, then that's absolutely great. I think that's where most of us are aspiring to get to. I just know for me, there's so much more to come. And I'm excited for it, but I'm equally as nervous and hesitant. And I do believe in manifestations, I do believe that the universe plays a role in our lives. And I think that the more that we resist change, the harder it is for it to come. And so I'm working on just allowing life to play its part and kind of roll with the waves so that whatever it is that's meant to be coming my way and whatever is meant whatever changes are meant to happen in my life both good and bad I think that I'm really trying to learn how to just let them happen you know and not make moves and you know just kind of protect myself in my head it's considered protecting myself really it's just resisting whatever change is happening and coming but um I think that is something that we all struggle with on some level. And I think being conscious of it and just making sure that you're open, open to the change and just really remembering everything you've already gone through to get to this point. You, it's not always bad, even if it's uncomfortable. It doesn't mean it's a negative change and it doesn't mean that you don't have to go through hard to get to the good, you know. I think I'm really getting into my hustle zone. I was apprehensive for this age. For 27 starts it's like the turning point of midlife. <laughs> and I know it sounds silly, but 27 is no longer young a young kid in my mind. And I was really apprehensive for this time in my life. And now that it's here, it's way better than I thought it would be. Way better. I dare to say I love where I am at right now at 27. And I look forward to what's to come. This is, you know, I'm nowhere near done growing and achieving. But, um... I'm okay with right now. I am, I'm content with this and with where I'm at. And it gives me, it just relieves the pressure off of our anxiety, rather, of what's to come. Because I think, I just choose to believe that no matter what is to come, I'm able to accept it and I'm able to handle it. And I mean, when you really think that about the fact that the worst thing that could possibly happen is a feeling. Which I can control based off what I'm thinking. I think that's where the hope lies. And knowing that I can handle anything else that comes. Any other changes, you know, big and small. I can handle whatever it is without a doubt. It won't be life-altering or soul-crushing changes, even if it is hard. I know I can handle it, and I know that I'll come out on the other side 10 times stronger. I think also in having earned everything I have, I think that plays a big role. I think when things are given and handed to you, I think that there's a lot more anxiety around around the life you have, even if it's materialistically, the things that you have, if something was given to you and you did not earn it, then the, ang- I think the anxiety and the pressure comes in because you'll never know it. at that point, you don't know whether you could earn it. You know, if the, if everything was taken away from me right now, I know from the ground up, I could build everything I have right now because I've done it and I could do it again. You know, all of the value and my self-worth that I have is placed within my mind. I don't recognize myself or hold any part of my value has nothing to do with what car I drive or what phone I have, what the things, you know, all of the things. None of those have anything to do with my self-worth and my value. They're all great things that I'm proud of, but i don't associate myself with them they're just a result of myself you know and i think that's that's a huge thing for me because that was this was a long time coming for me i struggled with self-esteem issues my entire life and really struggled with self-worth i think that showed the most in my dating life in the men I would choose, I think that you know it perpetuated itself in a lot of different ways. But being able to be at at this point alone with myself and having been single and on my own for so long now is is big, yes, but it was inevitable because it, I was for a long time identifying my self-worth with other people, you know, and seeking approval. And, you know, that that all came outward. And it, it was associated with things and other people and what I had. And none of it was ever enough. And I think you learn that as you age. But I do think they say like, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. I think that's the saying, Or how can you love someone else if you don't, I think is the thing. And it's so true, but also you have to learn how. It's not just that, okay, now I love myself. So now I can love you. Like you, it is a learned, you know, thing and behavior and it does take time. And I don't think that for, for me anyway, that took a, a while, it took a long time. It was-